It's the 8 for 52 podcast. G'day on Botters. G'day, I'm Bushy. And after a long time of planning and a long time of production, this is it. It's the 8 for 52 podcast with Botters and Bushy. Here we are, my friend. It is the first episode. How exciting. We're going to do all the news, views and interviews of cricket in Hong Kong, aren't we, Bots? What have we got on the show today? Mate, we're recording this at the beautiful Kowloon Cricket Club on August the 31st, releasing on the 1st of September, the day before the season kicks off. And in today's podcast, we're going to cover a hell of a lot of things. We've got the ins and outs. We've got a very special episode of... Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. That's uh, very exciting. Stick around for that one. Then we've got our first past, present and future interview and an absolute privilege to have the skipper, Nazakat Khan. It's going to be a huge podcast today. Now, as you said, we're on hallowed ground. We're at the picturesque Kowloon Cricket Club. You're a member. I'm the in-house commentator here. So this is an easy spot for us to do the first podcast. Are we doing every podcast from KCC? Certainly not my plan, mate. I mean, anyone out there, uh, be it uh, around at USRC, up at HKCC, even India Club, Pakistan Club, anyone out there who wants us on a Thursday night to come around and record their podcast in their club, we have a very open door to it. I'm excited. We're going to move around all over Hong Kong covering all the news. Now, if you do have an interest in... Uh, having us host the podcast on a Thursday evening, reach out to us via email at podcast852 at iCloud.com or you, if you know me, just WhatsApp me. And also, uh, shameless plug for both of us, if anyone out there is looking that they might want to be the inaugural sponsor, the naming sponsor of the 852 podcast, again, use that uh, email, email bots at podcast852 at iCloud.com. Podcast eight five two at iCloud sorry dot com. Well, I think it's time to get this podcast underway, bots. Hang on, mate. We've still got a couple of things after. We don't end with the past, the present, and the future. After that, we head out to the airport. We head out to Sky Plaza Road, where we cover all the international news, and then we're going to wrap it up with a very special interview with Miriam Bibby. Can we get into it now? Let's go. I am Martin Gutsia, and you're listening to the 8452 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. The 23-24 season is upon us, Bushy, and what a season we have in front of us on the podcast. The 8 for 52 podcast will be covering Saturday, Div 2, Div 1. We'll be covering Sunday, Div 2, Div 1. Premier League not starting till November, but when it does, we're going to be all over the Premier League. I'm hearing there's going to be All-Stars this season again as well. We'll be covering that as well as the men's and women's internationals. Bushy, what a season we have in front of us. It's going to be a great season, Potters, and we want to try to do some crystal ball work, figure out who we think is going to go up, who's going to go down in the Saturday 1, Saturday 2, the Sunday Div 1, Div 2. But to do that, we need to go back and have a quick look at the 2022-23 season to know who got relegated and who got promoted. Bushy, that sounds like the perfect place to start. Let's talk about Saturday first. I'll throw to you, Bushy, for Saturday. Run us through it. Oh, yes, a huge Saturday fan. No, that's a joke, and it'll be a running joke through the 8 for 52 podcast all year. Uh, I'm a Sunday man. You know that. I commentate on Sundays for KCC and Cricket Hong Kong. After church. After church, and... 10, 10 a.m. start. It's very, very leisurely here at KCC. Saturday is your thing, Botters. 
Let's go through it. Saturday Div, what do you want to start with? Div 1 or Div 2? I'll start where I want. Mm. Just get that on the table first off. But just, mm. just to be clear, so I'm Saturday man. We come together for Sunday. We come together for Premier League. We come together for internationals. And you're the woman's expert. Now, uh, expert is the really a stretch. But, yes, I will be covering those bits. Now, Saturday, your thing. Right, Salt and the stats. What do we got? All right, mate. Let's start with the Saturday League. Div 2 last year. Charlie Bears and Lammer were promoted. Fantastic. Two of the, I would say two of my favourite teams in uh, in cricket in Hong Kong, the wonderful boys from the Charlie Bears and Lama. I love Charlie Bears. Oh, I mean, they've got a great name. They're always fun. I mean, it must be a great cricket club. Yeah, they don't just play Saturday. I think they play that Friday morning league. They always support the, be it the, the, the Sixers and the various events around. You see the Charlie Bears everywhere. Wonderful club. And the boys from Lama, fantastic. Whenever there's an event, an event on, green and gold jackets are out. The Lama boys are supporting it. They're a fantastic club, the Lama boys. They've both been promoted in Division 1. Big year for them. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Just yeah, stop yeah, me yeah. here, right? Because yeah. um, I'm a Sunday man. Yeah. On the Sunday leagues, one team goes up, one team goes down. So Saturday, two teams go up, two teams go down? Yeah, for those of you outside of uh, Hong Kong listening, so you understand, that's exactly right. There's 12 teams in Div 1 and Div 2 on the Saturday for the 35-over cricket. Two up, two down each season. When we move into Sunday cricket, less teams, one up, one down. We've already covered Charlie Bears and Lammer are up, down from Division 1, therefore playing in Division 2 this year on Saturday, the HKCC Witherers and Laguna Gully. So have you got, a, got your crystal ball out? What teams do you think for Saturday are going up and down by the end of the 2023-24 season? Yeah, well, I was enormously surprised. Let's talk about Division 2 first. I was enormously surprised that the Witherers have ended up in Division 2 and relegated, and I must say I've got them as absolute red-hot favourites to uh, to go, to spend one year in Division 2 and go straight back up again. Uh, I think they'll probably be joined by either a Kai Tak or Laguna Gully. Let's, let's say for the moment Kai Tak. Haven't seen the squads fully. But uh, I'll tip that the Witherers and Kaitak will be promoted at the end of the year back up into Division 1. Okay, for Division 1, who's going down? Crystal ball, come on, Botters. Well, that's a tough one. I mean, Kowloon Cricket Club Crusaders were on the verge all year. They, they, you know, in their minds would have had a poor year. They were in relegation battle all year, whereas you look at the other KCC Club Tartars, uh, they were up there mid to higher table fighting for the premiership. I don't, I don't think either of them are likely to be relegated. I think on paper they're, uh, they're both too good. I think, I mean, I'm sitting on the fence. Charlie Bears and Lama just promoted. Got to be favourites to go back down. Uh, I'll stick with those two. All right, let's move on to Sunday where well, I have some idea. Just oh, go be- on. Just before we do, I'd just like to tip a couple of winners. Oh, go on. For, the, uh, for Division 1 where you've got the Nomads and the Gap Ramblers. Gap Ramblers have been just magnificent over many years as far as Division 1. Uh, they'll be uh, challenged by the Tartars, but uh, I'll tip the Gap Ramblers as far as winning the Saturday League Division 1 title. Exciting. OK, let's move on to Sunday. We've got lots. We've got Sunday. Then we're going to talk about some Premier League as well. Sunday, Div 1, Div 2. Who were the ups and downs from the 2022-23 season? Well, out of Div 2, USRC Vagabonds promoted into Division 1, which gives USRC two teams in Division 1. 
Uh, whereas the KCC, the HKCC, the Pakistan and LSW have only got the one team, USRC, have got two teams in Division 1. An absolute full congratulations to them. Vagabonds winning the grand final last year, beating LSW. Absolutely fantastic performance. Well done, USRC. As far as Div 2 is concerned this year, you've got the Wanderers from HKCC coming down and they'll be joining the existing clubs, including the Kowloon Club, Kowloon Cricket Club Infidels, who won Division 2. Oh, here we go. During COVID. What do you all, mean? What do you all, mean? Here we go. All the way through the 2022-23 season while we're commentating, there was one point constantly, constantly pointed out by Bodders, and that's the injustice over COVID for the Infidels. Go through it. Explain it. Well, I'm just dealing with the facts, Bushy. That's all <laughs> I'm dealing with is facts. I mean, they won two titles undefeated during COVID in full Division 2 season, as far as Sunday Elite League Division 2 is concerned. They won them undefeated didn't get promoted because both seasons during COVID, Division 1 wasn't finished, so there was no team to be relegated. Then when COVID finishes, they managed to finish third as the Infidels. An absolute credit to Vagabonds going up. Infidels should be, if they're not, absolutely filthy about winning twice, not getting promoted. They're, in their own minds, I would guess, red-hot favourites. I don't think they're going to have it all their own way. The Wanderers are there nipping at their heels. Okay, so that's a go-up, go-down system. So Sunday Div 2, who's your pick to, to win and go up? So Crystal if, I, if I've got a pick between the Wanderers and the Infidels mm -hmm. at this point in the season, I've got to go back to the Infidels just on the basis of what they've been through and not been promoted. And for Div 1? Now, speaking of Div 1, we haven't mentioned it and it comes up later in the podcast, but the... HKCC team in Div 1 is half of the Hong Kong national men's team. You've got Zakat, you've got Arch, you've got Martin Kudzia who's about to join the Hong Kong men's team, Kinshit, you've got Ra Kapoor. That is an amazingly strong team. It's oh, an enormously strong Sunday League team, it really is, and on paper they're unbackable favourites and they probably win it. Okay, They probably win it. But on paper, doesn't win you games. You need to drill a little bit deeper and you need to have a look at the draw because a lot of those players, they're going to have at least two games, potentially three, when none of those players are available. So they're going to have to have a very, very deep squad. Now, we're sitting here under the threat of a typhoon. We've got games coming up this weekend. We've got four Saturday games. We've got four Sunday games planned for this weekend. The likelihood of them going, to he going ahead is, is probably remote. Scorpions are up against Vagabonds. Now, the Vagabonds will want to play. Everyone wants to play their cricket. But really, they'll be happy walking away with a point. Scorpions will walk away with a point out of that. That does a favour to some of their major competitors. PACC, of which we all know you are... Used to be a closet fan, but you're well and truly out of the closet. Pakistan are your team. Am I out of the closet? Uh, who knows? If there's any play this weekend, KCC are playing PACC. Who knows? I always call a game... Very fairly, I don't pick a side, but yes, I, 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 I'm a big fan of the left-arm slow bowler, much like me. But I want to go back to the Vagabonds, because not only are the Vagabonds likely to get a point this weekend, the, the team that's been promoted, the next time they play this massive HKCC Scorpions team... Half the team's away. Yeah, in all likelihood, that'll be the case. I mean, with the T20 World Cup qualifiers coming up, there's going to be a warm-up tour. 
plus the main event. It's all likelihood that Scorpions will lose all those international players for that game, which puts Vagabonds in a really good position. So right here, right now, start of the season, at KCC, August 31st, going to air September 1. I will say the Scorpions will not win Sunday League. I will say the grand final will be between PACC and KCC Templars. Well, put that in the book. I am absolutely going to take a snippet of this podcast. Keep it in a little file and we'll find out next April, May. Well, now, hang on, hang on. I've put mine on the line. You put yours on oh, the line. What do you think is going to happen Sunday League Division 1? No idea. All I know this weekend is going to be very, very wet and windy. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to call it. Don't sit on the fence. Tell I'm me who's going to win it. Who is going to win it? Uh, well, it, it's going to go into the Premier League chat we're about to have. Would I, I, I think uh, Scorpions, if they make the final, that's a shoe-in. If it's not, if it's PACC versus KCC, uh, it's probably going to be KCC that win it. Who because of bad weather in the 2022-23 season, didn't so, win it. So you're tipping the Scorpions, yeah? Scorpions with a Templars well, don't twist. Want a, don't be a politician. Give me one team. And up, uh, 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 Scorpions. Okay. Okay, now we move on to Premier League, which doesn't start until November, and we're talking about PACC there. Mm. I called all the Premier League games last year, and especially PACC, they seemed like they were going to win everything, and they won nothing. Yeah. They lost the T20 final to KCC, I believe, and they lost the T50 in a fog-doubt final yeah. against HKCC. So the Premier League, how much difference is there between the Sunday Elite 1 and the Premier League, to be honest? I think, I think if you look across the whole teams, PACC have probably got the least amount of changes, probably the most consistent between the Sunday League and the Premier League team. Whereas you look at KCC, a few Infidels players come into that Premier League squad. And again, you get it up at HKCC as well. Although that may change this year with the relegation of, of one of their teams, which A.U. Shukla was named in and Adek Gorawara. So we haven't got the squad yet, so we don't exactly know. But I think, uh, I think Premier League, we're going to have the one-dayers first and then we'll have the T20s later in the season. Which is the reverse from last year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be- that was covid Exactly. It's going to be a tremendous, absolutely tremendous competition. And we did hear from a little birdie that there might be an All-Star Series in October. Are we allowed to say that on the podcast? Yeah, I think whether it's All-Stars, you know, with the three in the coloured uniforms or whether they run it as a, uh, you know, Hong Kong Red, Hong Kong Blue. This uh, is men's. We should performance. Be. Yeah, men's. Because there's, um, there's always the uh, women's All-Stars. Good fun. I always commentate them. One, T20, two teams. But there is a rumour that as a lead-up to the World Cup qualifiers, yeah. there might be an All-Stars season yeah. uh, series. I'd love to see it. And, of course, we're going to cover it. And you never know, we might be out there commentating on it. I think it's going to be fantastic. Just on the Premier League, we're going to cover it in a lot more depth as the season goes on. But I think everyone should keep an eye on USRC in the Premier League this year. I think, you know, there was a time when they played and they hadn't won a game. Last year, they put a few wins together. They're really starting to build confidence as a unit. Player of the year, Akbar Khan. I think. Uh, I just. I, I think there's a feeling about USRC coming through and really threatening um, the likes. I can never write off LSW either when, when you've got Isan Khan there, plus others. I mean, they're a, they're a tremendous team. KCC and HKCC speak for themselves, and as you say, PACC on their day will beat every team. If they, if they perform their best, they, they can beat any team. It's going to be an amazing season, Botters. 
We're going to cover it all, and you've got your tips in the box. I'm going to make sure I've got little snippets of it, so whatever you've said is going to be replayed, because we're going to do this podcast every week. So maybe in about, well, let's say 26 or 27 episodes, we'll see how well your crystal ball was. It's a long season, my friend. We've got to make our tips early. We'll stick with them. It's a long season, and we're going to be covering it all on the 8 for 52 podcast. Importantly, where can you find us? You can find us at Instagram. Mm, You can. We have a very nice Instagram account, which you run. So... And administer. Very well, mind you. You can find us at Facebook. Well, let's follow us on Facebook. I think it's generational. Insta is really kicking off really well. You can Mm. find us on Instagram. But most importantly, you're going to hear the podcast on Spotify and on Apple. Mm. You can find it, the 8 slash 52 podcast on Spotify, Apple. It'll be on YouTube as well. And also, just as a personal plug, you can find my commentary uh, account on Twitter. I think it's Bush Cricket, Aaron Bush Cricket or something. I even don't know. Don't know my own account. But it's going to be an amazing, an amazing season, Bodis. And you're going to hear us say it a lot. If you want to reach out to us personally, privately, if you've got any news or views, if you want to announce anything. We want some secrets. Yeah, any secrets, anything you want to reach out, any news you want us to share, or maybe you do want yourself announced, whatever it is, you can get us on email at podcast. 852 at iCloud.com. You're going to be hearing that a lot from us, that email address. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Botters. Here we go for the first Outs and Ends, or not. Because the Outs and Ends segment is the review of last week's games. We will go through every game on Saturday and Sunday or Monday if there's a public holiday, in detail each week in the outs and ins. Nothing this week. Who's in and who's out of this weekend's senior sides in cricket in Hong Kong? The 8 for 52 podcast has you covered. Ins and outs with Botters focused on the weekend games coming up. Scheduled eight games, four in Saturday, four on Sunday. Unfortunately, looking at the weather forecast, Typhoon Sayola. Named after some thing that was discovered in the bush in it's Vietnam. A little, it's a little goat well, with big, big uh, horns. How the hell's it hidden for a couple of hundred years that they just find it now and name a typhoon after it? Anyway, the little goat's going to cost us our cricket this weekend in all likelihood. Hence, we've got no teams at this point in time. But going forward, the ins and outs segment, what we want to focus on is the games on the weekend and the teams. So this is a call out to all the clubs in Hong Kong. If you can get us your teams before say 7, 8 p.m. on a Thursday night, we can give you a shout out. We go to air on Friday. We can talk about the players. We can promote you as a club. Give us a shout. You can get me on my WhatsApp. You all know my WhatsApp. If you don't want to go there, go podcast 852 at iCloud.com. Give us your teams. We'll talk to you about ins and outs. Just in case, I don't think there's going to be any games this weekend. 
be it Saturday Div 1, Saturday Div 2, Sunday Div 1. If there's any chance, it'll be a Sunday Div 2 game, which is scheduled for PKVR Park on Sunday, September 3. The Wanderers, the recently relegated Wanderers, up against the Dragons starting at 9.30. Probably be a late start, but the AstroTurf up there might give them a chance of starting. Wanderers will win that one if they're on. That's the end of ins and outs for the first week. Ins and outs again next week. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Yes, a very special segment of the 852 podcast, Bodders. We're going to wish people in the Cricket Hong Kong system a very happy birthday each week. I've got a whole list of players and their birthdays, so we're going to go through that. And each week we'll be throwing to the players that are having a birthday in the coming weeks. But because it's the first episode, we're going to do some birthdays from August and also a few running up to episode two. How very nice of us to do this, Bushy. I think so. So let's get it underway. Uh, Back on August 6th, you know who had a birthday? No, I don't. Hong Kong cricket wicketkeeper Scott McKechnie. McKechnie, birthday. Not only that... He's just recently been married in the last few days, so it's been a massive August for what Scotty. What an August for Scotty. Happy 32nd back on August 6th for Scott. And happy marriage. And happy marriage, of course. Happy life, happy wife. And also August 19, a friend of ours from the commentary. It's from uh, Cricket Hong Kong Ops, Natesh Hemlani. Had a birthday August 19. He turned 32. Natesh Hemlani, absolute production legend as far as Cricket Hong Kong is concerned. And a super cricketer for HKU in Division 2 Saturday League. August 21st, a youngster from Little Saiwan, Dutch Mangukia. He turned 18. We are recording this on the 31st, and I can tell you at the moment, Darks is in the back of an Uber that I'm paying for to get back to KCC from the under-19 trials. Well, happy birthday to him, and hopefully he splits the fare, perhaps, with Bodders. That shan't be happening, I bet uh, you. I bet not. Also from Little Saiwan, today, August 31, we record on a Thursday. We put it out on a Friday, so you'll be listening to this from September 1st. But on August 31st, another young superstar in the making for Cricket Hong Kong from Little Saiwan. It is Neil Patwa, 17 today. Happy birthday from Bodders, Neil. And now we'll get into the ones coming up in the week coming. This Saturday, two birthdays. September 2nd, first from the Hong Kong women's team, Puto. I'm not allowed to say how old she is, bots. I've been told that uh, we never reveal a woman's age. That would be impolite. But she is having a birthday. Happy birthday to Paul. And also a bit of a legend around KCC where we're recording today. Happy birthday to Matthew Chappell. Chaps, it's his birthday. Legend of KCC, also a crusader. So scheduled to play cricket on his birthday. I say scheduled because as we've been talking about, we're sitting here under the threat of a typhoon. Yes, I think he'll be celebrating his birthday under a T8 and uh, enjoying life at home. Also coming up in the coming week, two birthdays on September 6th. Haruna Shard is having a birthday. He will turn 24. And Hassan Mohammed Khan from Pakistan Association, he will turn 23. Quick fact. That means he was born in the year 2000. 6th of September, year 2000, 
Same date as my eldest daughter, Bushy. There you go. It is. You're correct. 2000. Your math is impeccable. That's why I can always remember Jessica's birthday and struggle with every one of the other three children. Fantastic. So that wraps up this week's Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. We'll be doing it each week. If you do not have your birthday in the list, I have 114 players so far, but if you feel like uh, my birthday isn't on ESPN Crick Info, perhaps they don't have it, and you want to have a bit of a birthday readout, how do people contact us, bots? You can reach out to us at podcast852 at iCloud.com. What do we got coming up next, Bushy? Coming up next, it's the huge interview. Our first guest here on the 8 for 52 podcast. G'day, everyone. Chris Carter here from the Carolyn Cricket Club. It's now time for the past, the present, and the future interview. It's PPF time with Bodders and Bushy. The past, the present, and the future. And it is an absolute privilege to our first guest, is the captain of Cricket Hong Kong China, Nazakat Khan. Nazakat, welcome. Thank you. Absolute pleasure to have you here. Yeah, and Captain Khan, first question. Is it Nazakat or Nizakat? Uh, actually, my name is uh, the pronunciation people. There are like three, four type of, they say, that someone say Nizakat, someone say, so my actual one is Nizakat. So if you say just one word, Nizakat. All right. Yeah, we've got it. Well, it's in the for years, we've wanted to sort it out. We have sorted it out because we hear people call you Nizakat. We hear people call you Nizakat. Nizakat. Correct. Right. Nizakat. Done. We can put that one away. Perfect. Mate, everyone knows you're the captain of Hong Kong and, uh, and have been for a period of time now. Well known around the social cricket world and, of course, here. We thought we might start just a little bit about how you got to where you are today. So where, where did it all start for Nizakat? Yeah, so for me, you know, I, I'm born Pakistan. Uh, I came to Hong Kong. I born in 1992. I came to Hong Kong in 1993 with my mother, baby. And then I went back with uh, my mom, Pakistan, uh, due to my grandma. So she has to take care uh, her and I have to go with her because I was a baby. Okay. And then from there, in 2004, I came to Hong Kong. Okay. So I came alone. Without my mother. How so old were you? How old were you then? I was 11, 12. Okay. That time. Young boy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I came alone to Hong Kong and I lived with my uh, father and brother here in Hong Kong. And then I started my cricket in premier, uh, uh, primary school. Okay. Yeah. So, Najib Amar was my first coach. Really? Yeah. 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 Tremendous. Yeah. The ex-captain of Hong Kong. Yes, yes. So, uh, from there... I uh, we started with the softball. We call that tap ball. Yeah. So started with the tap ball. Is that and the one that swings? In, yeah. Seriously? You know, you put tap on the tennis ball yeah. and then you play. Uh-huh. So I start my cricket uh, journey uh, with the tap ball, and then uh, from there came back in uh, to under 13 scored. So my first tour was in 2005. Tunku Jafra under 15, uh, 13 right. for Hong Kong. Uh, so what club were you playing for if you're under 38? Uh, Little Taiwan. Little Taiwan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the club was Little Taiwan. I play all my junior level there. Uh, and from there, the journey started. Oh, tremendous. So uh, you went to high school here in Hong Kong? Yeah, secondary school, yes. And which school was that? Uh, that's Sarelis Kaduri Secondary School. And did they play cricket there as well? Yes, we had a school team. Uh, uh, and even they still have a school team as well. So, yeah, I've played a lot of school cricket as well. Too much fun. <laughs> so, I, yeah. So, yeah. So, the journey started from there. 
were you always at that junior level? Were you one of the gun batters at that stage, or did you build your way into it? Were you maybe even more of a bowler or something at that point? So no, no. Actually, I was a I was a batter. Yeah. I was a good striker of the ball. Even on when I first pick up my bat, I was naturally very good. My hand-eye coordination was very good. But the technical stuff, when I came into hardball cricket, that's where I learned more skills. Yeah. Uh, and from there, you know, it's I'm keep on learning still now. Who was um, said Najib was your your first coach? Yep. What other coaches did you have? Did he take you through that junior development level into Hong Kong under 19? Yes. So Najib and Lal was there as well. Okay. So Lal was uh, uh, the under 13 coach for us. You know, he was the national head coach at that time as well, 2005, six. Yeah. yeah. And from there, you know, there were many coaches came in my life, and uh, I've learned a lot from them. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah. Little Saiwan Junior, but then you moved out of Little Saiwan at a point? Yes, I moved to HKCC in 2014 and uh, I got over there. So I was working for the club and I was playing as a professional cricketer. Yeah. Uh, I was helping out with their junior program, capers and courses. Trem- yeah. Tremendously strong junior program at Hong Kong Cricket Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. It's, I think, one of the best in Hong Kong yeah. uh, at this stage, I would say. And it's unbelievable, you know, they have kind of like 450-odd kids and a tremendous setup. Yeah, that's wonderful. Very good setup from under 11, 13, 15, 17, 19. It's unbelievable, especially a country like Hong Kong. We are very fortunate, lucky that we have a cricket club, Hong Kong Cricket Club, that, that can accommodate our juniors because this is that's the future. Until this year, my son was at Gappers, and he, he did get training from Nazaka and also Mariko. I mean, you could, it's so amazing here in Hong Kong how you can have the national captains of the teams coaching your kids. No, I think it's fantastic. You look at Kowloon Cricket Club as well as Hong Kong Cricket Club and, and what you and your fellow Hong Kong players put back into that junior program is fantastic because, as you say, it is the future of the game. Obviously, you know, you know, we as a national squad players, I sometimes tell my uh, uh, players that, look, we are, we are the inspirational model for our kids yeah. in Hong Kong. So they look at us. So whenever you meet them or you talk with them or you coach them, make sure that you give your experience to them because we played international cricket. And that's where they uh, get more excited. And I think that's a little motivation for them that they can look for that I can be Nizakat, I can be Anshuman, I can be, you know, Ezaz Khan. Absolutely. So speaking of that, young boys and girls in Hong Kong dreaming of one day being, you know, yourself or Mariko. Exactly. For example, so tell me when they're striving for that, give us some examples. What would you say a couple of highlights of your career playing for Hong Kong would be? I think uh, the the biggest one, I would say that the biggest tournaments like Asia Cup yeah. uh, against uh, India, you know, 2018. Oh, goodness me. So we were so close that we, at one stage, you know, at 30 or stage, we were like, I was batting with Anshi. I was like, you know, this is our game now. So at that point, your favourites, right? And yes. Done for 180 or whatever exactly, it was. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that that was the highlight. Uh, look, you know, associate nation cricket now, it's the level have changed. Yeah, the level have changed. Uh, you know, if you can see the record, the associate countries are beating test, ne- uh, test nations. Yeah. So I think cricket is growing uh, and it's good for associate cricket as well. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm... Remember it so well watching that in the lounge room, just cheering you guys on and so close to getting it done, but uh, just yeah. fell short. What about the um, 
century against Sydney Thunder somewhere in New South Wales. Was that an orange or Bathurst or somewhere? Yeah, that was uh, in orange. So we had a couple of uh, two games against Sydney Thunder in orange and one game uh, against Sydney Six in Canberra. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yep. so, yeah, so the second game we were chasing 170-odd runs. And, uh, you know, there was a crowd, beautiful ground, beautiful wicket. You know, Australia, uh, if you play cricket in Australia, it's like, if I if I say it's my one of my favorite place to play cricket. Right. Uh, be- great cricket lovers there. So we were chasing 170 and I just tell myself that, look, you know, I know that there are Sheffield bowlers, there are big bash bowlers, experienced player, But for me, I just need to go out there and I just need to enjoy myself. Yeah. So that was the mindset, positive mindset. I, I went into the wicket with positive mindset. And I was, uh, from first ball, you know, I was just playing positive cricket. I think that is great advice for all junior cricketers in Hong Kong and around the world is positive mindset and enjoy yourself. Exactly, yeah? exactly. I know, you know, the cricket is like nowadays, if you say that every player, most of the players have their skills. It's just their mental. It's just their mental. If their mind is clear, if their minds are strong, you know, they perform in higher level, definitely. Yeah, yeah. great advice. Coming up, very shortly this weekend is the start of the local cricket tournaments, the uh, Premier League games, and you're playing, obviously, for the Scorpions, HKCC. And I was going through the team list, and that is a, just a mammoth team this year. You've got Martin Kutzia, yourself, Ansh, Kinshit, Rag, Ayush. I mean, it's almost... It's half, at least, of the national team. Uh, obviously, the boys up at the hill would be uh, pretty confident this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, we have a very strong team this year. Uh, and we are really looking forward to it. You know, if you say the other clubs as well, they have also decent players. So we cannot say that, you know, we have a team and we're going to win this. So we have to play our best cricket. Uh, but, yeah, I think we are, team-wise, I think we look pretty strong. I think from my... Uh Having a look at the draw, the first draw, it's going to be redone a little bit, but a lot of your Sunday league games, I think three or four of them even, a lot of you guys will be away on national duty. So the Scorpions are going to have to have some depth to that squad coming through for Sunday cricket. Yeah, I think we have uh, we have a few junior players. Uh, you know, that's where, you know, when we are on tour, that's where they can uh, uh, play for the team to fill up the, uh, what it's our squad. But uh, look, we, we have very... Uh, I would say established juniors players in our our club, people like Aryan, uh, Chandramani, if you say uh, uh, Arya, Shiv Mathur, you know Danny Map, you know we have a very quality young player. So I think uh, this season will be something to look our youngster as well, especially for the national squad, like fast bowling unit. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a very excited season. So we are very looking forward to it. And I think the first game you've got, the Scorpions, is against the Vagabonds, who have just been promoted up into the, the first tier. So that's going to be a big game. Is that up the hill? Yes, we are playing uh, at HKCC. Yeah, of course, you have, as you said, that they have been promoted. So it's going to be a first game for them for Div 1. So, yeah, it's going to be an excited one. We're going to see how they're going to pull out. Uh, but we have, you know, end of the day, we need to play our best cricket to beat them. You just mentioned Danny Mapp, Shiv, Aryan Chandramani, all in the Hong Kong under-19s team. And just touching on Aryan Chandramani, I'll call him the Iceman. 
Yeah. One nickname for him is the Iceman because in the Division Two ICC World Cup qualifiers, under enormous pressure, chasing runs, and uh, he came in at number eight, I think. We probably needed 30-odd to win. Ahan Trevetti had just got out. The match had turned in Oman's favour. Whoever wins gets promoted to Division One, so the pressure's on. The Iceman came out to the wicket. The quick's on from the far end from where I was commentating. And Arian just put him straight back over his head for six, first ball. Yeah. And the momentum of the game from that point, it was all Oman. And then from that point, it was like Hong Kong at home. So I've got a lot of time for young Arian, the Iceman. He's a fantastic young cricketer. Oh, of course. You know, uh, to be honest, I've been coaching him as well. Uh, one-to-one. He, his work ethic is unbelievable. He's a genuine all-round cricketer. He can bowl. He can bat. And he's a very strong striker of the ball. Yeah. Uh, so I've worked a lot with him, mental side of things, and teach him how, in in particular situation, how you're going to uh, play. And I think, as you said, I was also watching that game. And I was very proud the way he uh, played it and that game and uh, win the game for Hong Kong. We'll call him the Iceman from now on, all right? That's his name. Perfect. It's got to catch on. And we've sort of pivoted into the national teams, the juniors and the seniors, you're the captain of the Hong Kong men's team. How did that come about? Yeah, so uh, I will go back. Uh, we were having a training at CCC as a national squad before going uh, to the tour. And Trent Johnston, he came to me. So he said that, look, Nizaka, I'm going to speak to you. So we had a very good chat and he told me that, uh, we are we are very happy that we are appointing you as a captain. So how are you going to take this? So I said, look, I need a few days to think about this. And uh, I spoke with my wife, my family. So, uh, you know, it was it was an honor for me to, privilege for me to lead this side. And uh, I, you know, taking up the captaincy, you know, playing and doing captain, it's completely different What what I felt. You know, you got to think more. You gotta think, and you're gonna plan. You know everything is there, so it's very ch- challenging. But you know I love this challenge, and uh, you know every cap- every captain in the world have dreams, visions. That's what I have, and my dream is to make sure I I when I when I give my captaincy that cricket Hong Kong where it's now, I leave that place in higher place. Like we we bring it uh, ODI status. This is the uh, the biggest uh, target, biggest dream of mine. That in hopefully, inshallah, that in my captaincy we're gonna regain that. And obviously, these qualifiers, you know, we have to qualify and Asia Cup. So yeah, it's a big honor. And speaking on that, coming up, you've got some very big international tournaments to play. Can you tell us a bit about those? Yes, so we are preparing for the uh, Asian Games and T20 World Cup qualifiers. Uh, so we are leaving for the Asian Games next month. Are you uh, part of the squad for the Asian Games? Are you eligible for that? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Excellent. So Excellent. I've got the nationality. So, yep. yeah. So looking forward to the Asian Games as well. We have a very decent side for the Asian Game, although we are missing our key players due to the uh, nationalities. But uh, the main one is the, uh, I'm not going to say that main one is World Cup, it's both is our main tournaments. Uh, but we are very much ready uh, and boys are so much looking forward to the tournaments coming ahead. It's a wonderful opportunity, these, these T20 World Cup qualifiers coming up. There's a couple of spots available for the, the World Cup, which has expanded now to a larger amount of teams. 
held in the USA and the West Indies. What would it mean for you and the team to, to make that main draw? Look, you know, World Cup is one of the biggest tournaments in the world. So our job is to try our best. Whatever is in our hand, we're going to give our best to the uh, uh, tournament. And I think, you know, World Cup is something for our individual players as well. If you qualify, you know, you play, you're play. you going to play against big teams on TV. And then if you perform, you know, there are the, there will be doors open for the franchise cricket as well. And our players, we have we have quality players that they can play franchise cricket. And if you can get into that, you know, the, the experience we're going to bring, it's going to be amazing. So it's going to help cricket Hong Kong all around. Bring it back, we'll link that back into the juniors and we're talking, often talk around the cricket scenes about different ways to get to the top, different ways to get into that franchise cricket. You know, there's the tried and true way coming through that Test Nation path, but there's certainly a pathway for for associate players to get through into those big franchises and the big tournaments, yeah? Yeah, obviously, I think these are the pathways, you know, World Cup, Asia Cup, you know, if you perform against big team, you make your name, and that is where you get recognized. I think uh, that's, that, that is going to be the biggest opportunity we are going to have, and I'm sure that the boys knows as well, because we all love playing cricket, and we want to play cricket with a high level. And I just wanted to point out, when we were at the Cricket Hong Kong Awards, uh, the chairman actually mentioned something which I didn't realise, a fact, that under your captaincy, Hong Kong men's cricket team now is ranked 18th in the world, which is the highest ranked team of any sports teams in Hong Kong. So that must make you incredibly proud. Exactly. You know, you know, our, you know we, we need to still go a long way. Uh, but I'm really proud of the boys, the way they're playing their cricket. And now, off-season, you know, the way they have trained, uh, their fitness-wise, uh, even the skill-wise, we have been working at HKCC indoors. Uh, I think the work ethic of the boys are unbelievable, uh, and the le- un- under the leadership of Simon Willis, uh, Mark Farmer, Javed Iqbal, you know, they have been doing a fantastic job with us. And if you see that uh, this squad is going to be completely changed than before, so I'm sure that there will be more positives comes out from this uh, squad. How's it been under the new coach, Simon Willis? Uh, I think it's been amazing. Uh, you know, his, his knowledge, uh, his skill-based training is unbelievable. Uh, you know, we are very fortunate to have him. There are, you know, for example, myself, you know, in my batting, you know, there are a few things I didn't know he have told me. And I've been working on it and I'm, I'm feeling so good. So it's not for me, it's like everyone. And he's been doing his. Uh, he's been doing a great job. Nizakat, from arriving in Hong Kong as a one-year-old to now national captain, we wish you all the very best for the season. As far as your club cricket is concerned, be it Sunday League, Premier League, thank you. Certainly on the national national side, uh, with the Asia Games, with the T20 World Cup qualifiers, you know everyone in Hong Kong is going to be watching and wishing you the best. And thank you so much for joining us on our first 8 for 52 podcast, the past, the present, the future, PPF. Nazaka Khan, thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks. Hi, I'm Anshuman Rath, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. How good was that, Bodders? We got the captain of Cricket Hong Kong, Nazaka Khan, in having a chat on our first podcast. Oh, what a wonderful fella he is as well, mate, just giving that background to where he came from, to where he is today, and... Uh, and just the insights into not only his life, but how he how he bats and how he thinks about a positive mindset. And uh, 
you know, out on the field, and um, he's very proud to be Cricket Hong Kong China captain. Now, we've started with the captain of the men's cricket team. It's a downhill from here. Have you got more superstars lined up? Any secrets? Do we know anybody, or is it just that's it? We Next. peaked in the first episode. Well, I'd like to think not, although it wouldn't be the first time someone's <laughs> peaked early. But uh, look, let's just say next week's guest will match, if not exceed, the captain. Fantastic. Now, we are talking about the men's cricket team. They've got a lot of international games, it was mentioned in the interview. What have we got, Bots? Well, that looks like in exactly the right time to head out the Sky Plaza Road segment. Where? What? What is Sky Plaza Road? Sky Plaza Road is at out at Hong Kong International Airport where you get dropped off in your taxi, where the tour buses take the players out there, drop them off at the airport, you get dropped at Sky Plaza Road. It's the start of your world journey out of Hong Kong. Now, I, I take the MTR, so there's no way in the world I knew that was the name of the road. But now everybody knows the name of the road and it will be in the podcast each week. We're talking internationals, Sky Plaza Road. Plenty of international action coming up, Bots. Sky Plaza Road, off we go. Yeah, mate, there is bushy. There is a lot of international cricket coming up from uh, Asia Games for the ladies and the men's, for that matter, through to the T20 World Cup qualifiers, which, uh, you know, the actual World Cup's going to be held in USA and, um, and West Indies, so that's a huge opportunity. Not only that, we've got the young boys, the under-19s, have got a tour coming up, Asia Cricket Council tournament, with the opportunity to play against the Test Nations if they get through. We'll talk about that in detail. And as well, of course, the uh, the ladies' World Cup qualifiers have started today. So we'll cover all that in Sky Plaza Road. But why don't we kick it off with the Asia Games first off? Sure. I mean, Asia they're Games... In, they're in Hangzhou, right? Yeah, in China. Cricket hasn't been in the Asia Games for a number of years now. So uh, it's a tremendous opportunity for the ladies and the men's. And of course, Bushy, the eligibility for Asia Games is very different to ICC eligibility. So... The squads that are we will end up being selected will not actually look a lot like the ICC games. You'll have a lot of those uh, players not eligible. Asia Games, you need to be Olympic eligible, whereas ICC, you need well the three-year residency, the passport, etc. I see. So we don't know the name. We don't know the names yet for Asia Games. It's very close though. What was the date? Yeah, not officially. We don't know. I think I think probably towards next week. They won't be announcing the ladies until after this tournament's finished, of course, and that's rightly so. The men's will publicly be announced very, very soon, but you will see a few names in there of players who have worked very, very hard over the years, uh, played under-19s for Hong Kong, but have never made the men's team. But with the eligibility requirements, they're going to get named in this Asia Games squad, so it's a great opportunity for some players. Excellent. So they've got the Asia Games. Uh, I just We might as well go back to the juniors as well. Under-19s, where's that tournament and when is it? Okay, so it starts middle of October. It runs middle of October to end of November. It's in Malaysia. It's an Asia Cricket Council, what they're calling the Premier Cup. And now four groups of four. The top three from the tournament qualify for another tournament, the actual Asia Cup under-19s to be held in December. In that, in December is India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Afghanistan, and they're going to add three teams, the top three from this Premier Tournament, the two finalists, plus the winner of the third versus fourth playoff. So how's our chances? Who are we up against? Well, we've got a big chance, I think. I think we're, we're a real red-hot chance. We've got uh, Nepal and UAE, without a doubt, favourites. They're in Group A and Group B. Seed one in Group C is Singapore. Seed one in Group D is Hong Kong. And we've been drawn with Indonesia, 
Malaysia and Japan. And the top of that group will go through to the semi-final, likely to play against Nepal. Beat Nepal, qualify for the tournament in December. Lose to Nepal, still got a second chance in a third versus for fourth playoff versus likely the loser of UAE versus Singapore. Malaysia's getting a lot of international cricket at the moment. It's become a bit of a hub in Asia. Look, to be honest, it has been for a long time now as far as a hub is concerned. They've had fantastic facilities down there. Unfortunately, they haven't got Kinrara Oval anymore, but they've still got a, a couple of you know, very, very good cricket grounds. So, um, yeah, the boys will be heading down there. Um, actually, as of tonight, I believe it's their last selection trial this evening. So we should expect that squad to be announced probably before our next podcast next week, so we can cover it in more detail then, Bushy. And we will go back to games in Malaysia shortly, but first we go on to the men's World Cup qualifiers, and where and when is that? That is, well, middle of this season again, October, November-ish, a little bit after the, well, I think it's just after, it's early November, but they're going to do a pre-tour in advance, which will clash with the under-19 boys. Um, That's, I mean, everything's on the line. Is that that in the pool? Everything's on the line. It is in Nepal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's in Nepal. Uh, two, two teams going through out of that to the actual World Cup. So there's more spots available for Asia with the expansion of the, the World Cup to 16 teams. Wonderful opportunity. I love, I mean, I love the games that are played in Malaysia, but the games in Nepal are a whole different level. Even doesn't matter what the competition is. The Hong Kong cricket team are gonna. They they know they're in. They're, they're into stadiums. People on the in the in the uh, on the top of buildings around the ground. It's just that sort of atmosphere. It's so much fun to play it. I'm sure. Oh, they they had to lock the gates. One of those more recent games up there against that was UAE, with qualifying for the Asia Cup, and it, they had to lock the gates. And people were out the ground, ground climbing trees. It's just a tremendous atmosphere. The Nepalese absolutely love their cricket, national sport. It's a wonderful opportunity for cricket Hong Kong China to get through to what will be a huge event in the USA and West Indies. So, you know, Nazaka, you heard him talk earlier how important that tournament is as well as the Asia Games to him and the rest of the squad. It just, it opens doors for them, not just as a team, but for potentially for individuals as well. So Now we're still on Sky Plaza Road, international games, and at the moment the Cricket Hong Kong women's team are overseas. First they went over to play a triangular series as a bit of a warm-up to the current World Cup uh, series, which we'll get to. But uh, it's been a bit of an up-and-down first warm-up series for the women. They lost against Nepal, all out for 84. Then they won a couple of games, got through to the finals, and finally their batting started to fire. They got 101. But then it rained, and they lost under our wonderful uh, title music, Duckworth Lewis. Yeah, I mean, that was like in... 6.3 overs or something, and of course you need just five overs to make a game, so that was unlucky. But at the end of the day, as you said, it was a warm-up tournament for the big ones, which started for Hong Kong earlier today. Yeah, August 31st, we're recording. There'll be another game tomorrow, which won't be in the podcast. We'll we'll cover it next week in the episode two of the 852 podcast. But today, it was the first of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup Asia qualifier. It was Hong Kong versus Myanmar. And Myanmar batted first. They were looking good, to be honest, Bods. Uh, they were none for 33 off eight. Well, openers got away very well then. And then a big fight back by the bowlers, especially Kari Chan, the captain. She got two for. And someone we'll be talking about shortly. I won't spoil it because we've got a little bit of an interview. Had an absolute belter, three for. And then 
we needed 69 to win. And our openers, Tash Miles and Mariko Hill, went out there, did it in ease, smashed it in within 12 overs. They scored the 70 runs in 11.4 overs. A first big win for Hong Kong China in the Women's World Cup Asia qualifier. And as I said, the person that took a threefer was Marion Bibby. And we talked, I talked to her at the Cricket Hong Kong Awards. Well, why don't we go to that now? Cricket Hong Kong Awards, where we were, of course, for the 8 for 52 podcast. Got a number of interviews out there, and luckily for us, and luckily for you as listeners, one of them was with the lady who performed so well today, Miriam Bibby. Cricket Hong Kong Women's Player of the Year, Marion Bibby, joining us right now here on the 8 for 52 podcast. Marion, congratulations. What a season. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a great season for me. How did you find it? And it's very busy for you guys yes? playing the local All-Stars games and so many international games. Coming up, international games. What have you got planned? So basically, uh, domestic season gives us confidence to play for national teams, I mean national level uh, games. So I think domestic level, if you are very busy, is good for us because we'll get build confidence and perform well in national team. So Asian Games is next for you? Uh, ICC World Cup qualifiers. When is that? Uh, in September. So you got September is the qualifiers and then the Asian Games. Did I hear tonight that they're saying that there's going to be an international women's competition here in November in Hong Kong? Yes, a tri-series. Can we get a... A tri-series. Against who? Uh, it will be Uganda, um, Hong Kong, Malaysia, but this is not yet confirmed. Not confirmed, but that yes. sounds very exciting, and I will be out at Ting Kong Road for that one, I'm sure. Congratulations on your award. You've got the big trophy. It's time to go eat here at the Cricket Hong Kong Awards. Marion Bibby, thank you for joining us here on thank the you so 8 for 52 much. podcast. Hi, I'm Chico Katari, representing KCC Crusaders and as Player of the Year this past season, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bottles and Bushy. Oh, fantastic to hear from Miriam Bibby from the Cricket Hong Kong Awards nights. And uh, she wasn't the only interview, Bushy, you did that night. Uh, we've got plenty more in store for later in the season, which we will release as we go through the 8 for 52 podcast. But that has brought us to the end of the inaugural 8 for 52 podcast. After all the planning, after all the production, we have released the first one. Bushy, how are you feeling? Oh, my goodness. The first podcast is in the can. This is going to be an amazing, long, great typhoon occasionally season. But we're going to have a great time. We're going to do this podcast every week. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, we may, may not get a lot of games in this weekend, unfortunately, as we've touched on. Uh, we expect Saturday all to be cancelled. Most of Sunday, maybe PKVR will be up on Sunday. Probably not in all likelihood. But anyway, we'll be back up again with you in seven days' time. We'll have the outs and ins. We'll have the ins and outs. We have got a really big feature interview next week, Bushy. Who have we got? I'm not going to tell you. Oh get us goodness. on Insta. Have a look on Insta. You'll get some Insta in the work. Are you going to hide it again? Oh, well, I won't because I haven't got the technology to do so. But you <laughs> will, my friend. You will. You'll, you'll keep it under wraps. But we'll be up again next week. We'll release again next Friday, just before round two, where we have... Well, we've got five Saturday games next week and three Sunday games. It's going to be awesome. And we'll be here again, the 8 for 52 podcast. Join us next week before round two in Cricket Hong Kong. Bye-bye.
The 8 for 52 theme song is The Coin Toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited. Copyright 2023. For a bat. And that's that.